Bokartov, we are doing the fifth Mizmor. Yes, we're going forward. Yeah, we're moving, we're moving. Oh, oh, oh. Fifth Mizmor of Tehillim. I'm going, to read the... I'm going to read the introduction. Hey. I, 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 uh, what I do is I put, the, I put the recording of the reading the day before. And then I do the shoe right after, mm-hmm. the day after. Okay? So a psalm of prayer directed against those wicked individuals mm-hmm. who are unworthy of God's kindness. The psalmist prays for his own righteousness to become apparent and for him and those who are found worthy to be granted salvation. Yes. It sounds like very typical Mizmor of Tehillim, so let's read inside. For the conductor on the Nehilot instrument, a song for David. So what's Nehilot? They say here is flutes. So the type of, type of instrument, whatever, uh, or whatever it is. There's another opinion that's brought down in the Radak that says that actually a Nehil is a bee. So they say that this instrument, whatever it was, was able to make a buzzing sound like a bee. Okay. So that's why it was called the Nehil. So yeah, maybe it's a flute, as you say. Okay. Pasuk Bet. Amarai ha'zina Adonai bina hagigi. Listen to my words, Hashem, bina hagigi. Understand my meditations or my thoughts. So look at the two elements of the pasuk. Hagigi is my thoughts. Yeah, it comes from uftorato You will contemplate and think about the Torah day and night. So hagigi comes from the word You shall contemplate it day and night. So that's one summing a, a good Hebrew lesson. Amarai, the, the pasuk is broken up into two halves, mm-hmm. saying the same thing. Amarai yes. ha'azina Adonai bina hagigi. Listen to my words, Hashem. Contem- or understand my contemplations. My, my so hagigi, hagigi, my thoughts are parallel to amarai. Okay. So you can have. Oh. Okay, so that's different. Rinuni would be like my songs. I'm saying, but songs also makes reference to meditation. Sure. Also, the commentaries take it from the word or something of that sort, which is a non-verbal form of thought or meditation or something like that. So listen to my words, Hashem, and understand, consider my meditation. Now, what's so beautiful about this tefillah, about what he's saying to Hashem? It's that we don't... have to even pray you, for can, Hashem you, because you can read for Hashem to, what he's saying is even if it doesn't even come out of my lips in prayer you can read it in my heart read what I need in my heart read what I want in my heart and please listen and understand it that's a beautiful thing no 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 it's even more than that she was moving her mouth and lips here, Hana was even more than that. This is even more than that because yes. Hana had an intent. Yes. Hana had knew what she wanted. Now, what this is saying is, even the thoughts of my heart that I'm contemplating that I don't even verbalize, maybe because I don't even know how to verbalize yet, because they're still just wow. thoughts. Hashem, understand what I need and and answer my t- and answer those ideas. I don't Not even, even know how to present they, it to you. Yeah, exactly, wow. exactly. That that wow. that could be the interpretation. Pasuk three. Hakshiva shavai. So by the way, you're going to see so many psukim that you're familiar with. Get ready, this is Teilim. Teilim, every chapter you find one or two psukim that you already, you already know from the tefillah, okay? 
Listen to the voice of my cry. Listen to the voice of my cry. My king and my God. For it is only to you that I pray. You're the only Meaning one. you're the only one, so I have no choice. Please, you're the only one that could listen to me. The only, okay? only place I can go. So, so far, what, what David is saying is, please, Hashem, listen to my tefillot. Even if okay. I cannot say it, please. Even if I cannot say it, listen, listen to my, my tefillot, because it is to you that I pray. Only to you. And now he's going to, going to continue to describe the tefillot that he says before God that he hopes to be, that are answered. Adonai, boker tishma koli, boker eroch lecha ba'atzapeh. Hashem, in the mornings, please listen to my voice. In the morning, I will direct my prayer, prayer. I'll lay out my prayer and I will await your response. Now, why is he saying that he's going to pray in the morning? The moment I wake up. So, very, very simply, that the morning is the most basic time for prayer because it's before you begin you any start, of your day's you activities. Therefore, it's a time when your mind is clearest to, to, you know, to thank God, to pray to God. Try my, my worst tefillot or the tefillot we do in the office. You know, we do in the office the morning, at 3 p.m. Yeah, exactly. In the morning, you have a tefillah where you could sit and you could talk to God for 10 minutes. For mincha in the office, you have like a, your phone buzzing the whole time. You can't get anything general, done. So, yeah, and then you're tired, your 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 mind is on stuff that are going on throughout the day. It's not the same thing. So the morning becomes the most basic time that's for tefillah. So he's saying in the morning, I, 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 uh, I lay out my prayer before you and I wait. For you are not a God who desires wickedness. There is no evil that dwells within you or amongst you. Meaning, please listen to my tefillot because... I'm not a bad person and you're not the kind of God who wants, likes bad people. Pasuk 6. The foolish will not stand before your eyes. And you hate all of the evildoers. And because I'm not an evildoer and I'm a tzaddik and I try my best, please Hashem listen to my tefillot. Pasuk 7. You destroy those who speak falsehood. By the way, Dovre Chazav is something we've seen. People who speak falsehood. In the last chapter, he described the elites as yes. people who are clinging to falsehood. Yes. People who loved emptiness and are always seeking lies. Now here he says, destroy, you destroy those who speak lies and falsehoods. Men of bloodshed and deceit. Adonai. God hates. Now, what is difficult about this pasuk? Technical grammar thing. If anybody can catch it. It's the second part. What about the second part? Pasuk 7. Yes, it says, The Lord will loathe the bloody and deceitful man. So there's, a, there's a grammatical problem with this pasuk, which I want to show you. It's, it's, a, it's a common problem in Tehillim. Which is? Look at the, look at the tenses in the pasuk. The first half of the pasuk, who is David speaking to? He's speaking to Hashem directly. Yeah. You. And now what is happening in the second half of the pasuk? He's in the third person. In the, in the third, third person. person. Okay. So this is something, a very common thing that happens in Tehillim that initially would throw you off. In the first half of the pasuk, he's he says, you Hashem, you destroy the wicked or you destroy, destroy the people who speak falsehoods. And then in the second half, he says, Hashem, 
destroy he he he, uh, he, he, he hates the he people hates who are for bloodshed. Yes. Now, wasn't he just talking to Hashem? Directly. Why did all of a sudden he start talking about Hashem in the same pasuk? The actual name of Hashem is being presented here. So, no, ve'ata Adonai magen ba'adi. That's all the time. You Hashem, or you protect me. That's a, that doesn't stop him from speaking to Hashem. It's act, It's actually just a. It's a poetic and grammatical thing. Way of that if you look. Presenting. Yeah, it's called pam nocheach, pam shelo nocheach. One half of the pasuk is second person. One half of the pasuk is as if the person is not there, and it's a very common thing to see in Tehillim. Doesn't mean much other than that's just a poetic way of uh, of of you know beautifying the text. You know, maybe, it's not it's maybe, not a uh, making it more stronger, more more respectful. No, it's it's really a technical grammar thing. I just want to I just I promise you I would point out to you grammatical lessons. So that's a very common uh, grammatical thing that happens in Tehillim that you may be scratching your head about, but it's not. It's nothing very uh, serious. It's just, it's just a way of the text. Is, that was the eloquence of the language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably a way of, 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 of develop of, of being more eloquent in your in your talk. Okay, pasuk eight. Vani berov chastecha avo vetecha eshlachave lechal kochecha veiratecha. But for me, through your abundant kindness, I will come to your house. Eshlachave lechal kochecha veiratecha. I'll bow down. To your holy temple in reverence of you. First of all, this is the Pasuk that's on okay, where? In Shah Rahamim. Yes. Oh, it's on top of the thing in Shah Rahamim. Yeah. So every Arvit, this is the Pasuk I, that, that I start with. This is the Pasuk that's on the Kanisa. So I just use that Pasuk. Whenever you want to start the Kaddish, you, you, say, if you say a few Pasukim before. It's not really a big deal what Pasukim. So that's the Pasuk I use. So this Pasuk is a, you know, it's a very. Uh, Meaningful pasuk to me but, but the elements of the pasuk are very interesting He says With your kindness I will come to your house <laughs> Now what is he going to do in God's house? He's going to bow down to God In fear of him Now it sounds as if he's asking God For permission Or he's saying that God Only through your kindness I can even come into your house in the first place If you allow me And what I think that one of the, the lessons may be is that for us to even pray to Hashem, to have the opportunity to have access to God, it's already a kindness on, behalf, on, on part of God to let us do that. In my opinion, everything that we do, we have to ask permission. Right, mm -hmm. so to, to have that ability to pray to God is something that David Amelech turns to God and he says, it is through your kindness that I have this ability to pray. That's a beautiful thing. First of all, it's a sign of humility on part of David that he doesn't take his ability to walk into God's house for granted. And, and it's a lesson for us that we should know that anytime we walk into the house of God, we should see it as a kindness of Borei Olam that we have such an opportunity. Yes. Okay? Right, right, right. Same thing with Amidah. In anything. Okay. Pasuk 10. Ani Adonai Necheni Betzidkatecha Lema'an Shorerai Haishar Lefanai Darkecha Hashem, lead me in your righteous ways so that I will succeed against my foes, Shorerai. I'll explain to you what the root of Shorerai means. Haishar lefanai darkecha. Haishar is a, uh, is, a, is, a, is a verb, meaning straighten my paths before you, Hashem. He's asking Hashem to straighten his paths. So what's beautiful about the Pasuk? He wants Hashem to lead him. He's asking Hashem to help him be good. Now you would think that this is, you know, this is your domain. It's your, it's your choices, right? No, so, but it, it's, it's beautiful when you turn to Hashem and say, please, Hashem, I really, really want to be good. Please help me achieve that goodness. 
It's something that we may not realize we can even pray for. But it's, it's a very nice tefillah. That, and this is, you know, this is something we should learn from Tehillim. Things that we are allowed to pray for. So one thing that we should be praying for. Please, Hashem, make sure that I come out good. That I do what you want me to do. Shorarai is that kind of like... Now, what is Shorarai? like my praises. Let my praises be... No, Shorarai is not, it's not from the word Shir. It's from the word Ashurennu. Ashurennu velo karov. Erennu velo ata. Ashurennu velo karov. Where is that from? Um, it's at the end of uh, at the end of Bimidbar, I think. No, if, so, if we had Daniel Corin, I'd ask him to look it up on Safari. Okay, I will see him, but not now. I will. Oh, this is in uh, this is in uh, Bilam's curses. Okay, so he says the following pasuk: I will see him, but he's not clear, but he's not here. And I will but not now. Now, if the first half of the pasuk is erenu, I will see him. And what does ashurenu mean? Also, I will see him because it's a parallel pasuk. So ashurenu means, shorera means people who see me, who eye me. But how it came to mean something negative, like the evil people who are, who are eyeing me, that's because it's people who are looking at me with ayn hara. You know, people who are looking over their shoulder at what I'm doing and they're, they have bad intention. So that's the way Radak explains it. Mabit lira'a, Radak says. Okay, that's, Ashur, that's Shorerai from the same word as Ashurenu. Um, from that time... There's more, there's more, there's more examples of... of okay. No, it's not, it's not Ayn Harada. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, it's no, an Ayn no, no, it's more, I'm saying it's a description uh, of evil people, but how did someone who's looking at me come to meet an evil person? It's that look, that glance that an evil person will give with a bad when intention. you walk in the street, you see somebody that looks yeah, a certain Yeah, he's looking way, at you, you in a certain way, you know that he doesn't like you. Exactly. <laughs> Go right. to the other side of the street. There is no truth in their mouths. Their inner, their inner beings are filled with misfortune. Their throat is like an open grave. They cause people to slip with their tongue. So what's the metaphor here? These evil people that Hashem, that, so David asks God, please help me be good so that I will succeed against my enemies. He's, who are my enemies? He's explaining who are Pasuk the enemies. 10. Yeah. My enemies are people that they don't have any truth in their, in their mouths. Their insides are filled with misfortune. That their, their throat is an open grave and their tongue is, is the tool they use to cause people to slip into it. You see what's their, going on? When they open their mouth, they have a tongue, <laughs> they have a tongue like, that they cause people to slip with, yeah. and their throat is an open grave. <coughs> so people who listens, people who listen to the to the advice and to the encouragement of these wicked people, they end up in the grave. In the in their own grave. They eat them up. And so that's the metaphor of this pasuk. Let them fall by their own devices. It's a very, very, very key pasuk. Yes, 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 yes. Let them fall by their own devices. The ways of the wicked, the, it's, it's almost like Borei Olam has built their punishment into reality. Mm. Because the ways of the wicked very often lead to their own downfall just by the way things work. Yeah, okay? So let them fall by their own devices. But because of their abundance of their sin, cast them away. <laughs> For they have rebelled against you. You. Okay? And why is that? Why is David praying for this? 
because he's always concerned about his enemies. David is a, you know, as a king, he has constant people who are detracting from him. So he's always concerned about his enemies. Yet all of the people who put their trust in you shall rejoice. He also says that against you, Hashem, not just against me. They're also against yeah, yeah, yeah. you. <coughs> yes, they're always against God. Okay. All the people who take, uh, they put their trust in you or take refuge in you, they, will, they should be happy. Let them sing joyously forever. And you shall shelter them. And those who love your name shall exalt in you, shall be Amen. joyful with you. Amen. For you bless the righteous Hashem like a shield, you cover him with love and with favor. Yeah, tzina is a form of shield. Okay, ta'atirinu is to protect. So you surround him with a, like a shield with favor. So if you were to summarize that mismor, it is, first of all, we saw a lot of beautiful ways of tefillah, praying for us to be good, asking Hashem for permission to pray. These are two things that we don't necessarily think we could pray for, but we can. Um, he asks Hashem to help him be good so that he can be you know, on better terms against his enemies. And for his enemies, they have the tendency of, of causing people to fall into their own grave. Yet their end, their downfall shall be their own devices. Because the actions own, their own of action. the wicked, they think they're getting somewhere good, but they typically and just create their own grave. Yes. And God shall give a favor to those tzaddikim who are following in his ways. Baruch Amen. 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 Amen.